Hey, hey humans. humans, it's, it's your, your girl, girl Chocolate Dunda, bringing you another episode of, of Summaries with Chow. <laughs> Hello, ooh, oh, let me clear my throat. <clears throat> ah. Um, good morning, good morning, it's like 9.13 a.m., Saturday morning, July 30th, this month is almost over, and I did record this month, I was in Africa, um, I've been back for probably three weeks now, and, uh, I'm definitely not the same person, going was an amazing experience, uh, Moise and I wanted to record another episode, but life got the best of us. And we were like, no, nah, we ain't going to make it. We were going to do one the night before I flew out. And uh, we were just so tired. We barely slept that night. So we were like, let's just um, not record it. And hopefully we'll get a chance to do that again. You know, being there was overwhelming and awesome and healing. I learned a lot about myself, some stuff I knew, some stuff I saw it in action. And it was weird going to Africa three years. Was it three, three or four, three and a half, three years after going the first time. The first time it was so much excitement and we did so much. You know, we rode horses, went to the beach, went to Fela Kuti Shrine. You know what I mean? This time, um... We, we still did a lot of fun stuff, but it was super low-key And I, because I told uh, them when I was going, I was like, I don't have plans to do anything, but Vera, uh, a good friend, good sister, she was like, hey, you want to get your hair braided? And I was like, I mean, I love braids, so of course. And she asked me what I wanted, and I was like, you know, the same thing I did like three years ago, and she was like, ah, oh, that was good, but that was too boring. Let's give you something else. Let's do something different. And I was like, okay. And so Chad came back to America with these long, knotless braids. They're beautiful, though. Uh, they're beautiful. And it, of course, reminds me of where I was. And it's to the point where I don't want to take them out, you know, because they're just so cute. I love them. Um, but that was an opportunity for me to see my people in a country where people look like me as far as skin a lot of people um they they don't look the same you know that's black people and even there in africa they are not the same there was a lot of americanized situations like wigs and eyelashes and um nails but it's not necessarily an american trait it didn't start here in america it just traveled here and so seeing them in africa like really be um, wig heavy, like really into wigs and stuff. I was like, what? But you know, um, after like being diagnosed and losing my mobility in my hands, my motor skills, um, that made me so sad because I, I, I was starting to really love my natural hair, you know, and I really wanted to go back to that. And so when I lost the ability to do that, I was like, oh man, that's it. That's the end. Like I can't do my hair anymore. Um, so having the ability you know, time has gone on and I've gotten better and I obviously can do more to my hair than I could before. So 
I obviously love braids because it gives me an opportunity to kind of sit still with my hands and not try to figure out how to make something happen when it's already beautiful. So I learned a lot about that. I also learned a lot about like body parts in Africa. Like in America, it's so standardized like to be a certain size to look a certain way and in Africa um they were like the bigger you are that just means the better you're living you know what I mean so be embrace the fact that you are you do have curves like it's not something to be looked down upon we don't body shame like that's something we try not to do that's what the people I was with that's what they told me because I was, of course, like, there was times when I wasn't eating there. It's not because I was trying to starve myself. I just didn't have an appetite. Um, because when I got there, I was extremely fatigued, like, right away. And I just, you know, I was super chill. Like, um, I started my monthly there. So I was like, oh, Lord, you know what I mean? Um, it was a lot. It was a lot going into it. But it was an awesome experience. And I'm recording this just because... So it's a verbal diary. If you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. But I just wanted to um, record that now. In August, um, hopefully you'll hear something and a lot more uplifting and fun. Like I'm trying to, I went to Africa to, and I created a lot of art while being there, but I didn't release a lot of it because it's a work in progress for me. I'm learning a lot about podcasting still and like to this to this day a lot of people um you know make video art video um podcasts which is awesome I love that idea I also love the fact that I can you know what I'm saying be pantsless or you know what I'm saying make a bliss and still make beautiful art so that's kind of where I'm at I'm kind of like not wanting to if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of thing. I'm not trying to be like everyone else. I just can't. I'm not that person. But, you know, I'm totally willing to take advice and get help. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there who be trying to scam you. Like, hey, you know, I'm a mentor or I'm this. I'm a podcaster, blah, blah, blah. They want you to work with them. But really, all they want to do is like have you invest money in in the idea of making your podcast better. But it doesn't. I haven't done this, okay. But I get a lot of like emails and and messages, like DMs about this from from people that I don't know, never met them, and um some of, some of the people. Sometimes we know people, and it's cool, uh, and a lot of times we don't, and it's very interesting to me. I know to a lot of people that I talk a lot and I don't necessarily edit my work. I just kind of keep it as it is because it's not necessarily for your ears, though I appreciate your ears. This is for um, when I'm gone because the way that I live, the way that I think, I'll be like, I'm about to be gone. You know what I mean? And um, so I guess I just was doing it for a sake of having a memory. Now, when I originally first started this with friends and stuff like that, it's supposed to be fun and funny. And then it got very complicated trying to meet the needs of other people and forget about myself. And that's the way that I've been living my life. And um, 
I, I also learned and was taught that people treat you the way that you innate, like you allow. So if you allow them to talk to you that way, they will. And I know that for myself, I'm not the nicest person when I'm stressed and when I'm angry. And I like to use MS as an alibi. But a lot of times that's just the part of me. It's not all of me. And I don't want, oh, it's my mood swings. I'm just mood swinging, which is a real thing that I don't want to under play. That's a real thing that happens, mood swings, stuff like that. And uh, I was like, yo, I got to just be a nicer person. But if I treat you bad over and over and you allow it, it's a problem, you know, for both of us or whoever, you know. And so I'm just like, that's not who I am trying to be nicer I'm in a very huge season of transition. Like, I I don't know. I mean, you, if you listen, there's so many episodes, right, of me being um, just distraught, distraught and just frustrated and, and um, just in a really bad mental space and physical uh, place. I think what really has really been hard for me was having an able body, losing all of it. And then building it back up and forgetting like, hey, man, you're just restarting. And then I took like probably two months, um, maybe two and a half, almost three months of not really working out much. You know what I'm saying? Like I just chilled. I, you know, I slept. I worked. I um, was really just work focusing on like my financial aspects of life. And not really the physical aspects or the faithful aspects. And I was like uh, losing friends because I don't smoke as much as I used to. No, no, don't get me wrong now. I still be smoking weed. I'm not proud of that. But I'm not not proud of that either. It's still a part of who I am. Um, but like the fact that I don't always have it on me is not always a part of who I am now. Like, if it's around and you pass it, I might take a puff. I might pass it on. You know what I mean? And the same with um, Jesus. Like, I talk about him more confidently in public now. But, um, like, I went to get curbside the other day to pick up some groceries. And I was, like, reading this Bible verse in the car while I was waiting. And at the same time, there was, like, some Christian music on. And I had it turned down because, obviously, music in general, I'm not going to be that car. It don't matter if I'm playing Cardi B or Christ. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to turn it down because it's just obnoxious. And I was like, oh, my gosh, am I ashamed that this person put groceries in my car? Am I ashamed that they can hear my Christian music? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, why is that such a burden? Like, you know what I mean? I hate that. There's so much shame in that and there shouldn't be. It's not like I'm playing R. Kelly music. (laughs) They used to be like, that's you suspect. You know, I'm just saying. Um, I just learned a lot about like who I'm trying to be. Because at the end of the day, the people judging me can't get me to heaven. They can't get me to hell. You know what I'm saying? They can't necessarily do much for me, but pray for me and uplift me and I will do the same, right? I don't really know what else I'm trying to, who else I'm trying to impress, but the more that I allow people to call me bad names, which, you know, hasn't been in years, I'm just saying, you know, or treat me a certain way or, you know, come into my life to do certain things and that's it. Oh, then then they know me as that. Oh, if I'm trying to smash, I can hit up 
her. If I'm trying to smoke, I can hit up her. She'll have it or she'll agree. You know, and when you start pushing back and setting boundaries, it's not like, no, you can't. It's just simple, like respecting and caring for yourself. It's been a hard thing for me for years, like pretty much my whole life. But, you know, I saw a couple of shows like in May and then I saw one this month in July um, about like black women, one woman shows. These are my friends, you know. And I'm seeing them put their thoughts and their words to to life, bring them to life. You know, they put them on paper and from paper it becomes, it manifests itself into actual art. And that was just cool to experience. I was envious. I was proud. I was excited. I was like all the feelings. I cried a lot. And I thought, you know, why are you so scared? You know what I'm saying? Trying not to be fearful. Um, I mean, like I said, a really big transition. Big things are coming. What are they? I don't know. But I know they're coming. I feel it. And I just want to live accordingly. Like I um, watch this. Like version has these like little uh, videos that you could watch. It's like quick two minute videos of like people sharing their spiritual thoughts about something. And somebody was saying like, if you... Are trying like you pray to God like I want this job or I want this bike or I want this and that like dear Lord help me get it help me you know achieve this goal or this opportunity to have this certain thing and it's like you have to live your life according to that prayer that you pray like turn yourself in the direction of that blessing um so that you know if you receive it then you know, you are favored. And even if you don't receive it, you're still favored because you chose to go in the direction of the blessing, right? And so I was like, okay, so I have to live according to what I desire. And I have a lot of desires, but they are they earthly desires? Some of these things I can't take with me when I die, including this podcast. So I was like, yo, um, I just want to make memories and a difference a difference in my life and perhaps someone else's life I just want to be motivating um mainly to myself because I feel like uh like that's the most important thing is to please please myself but to please God but also me and I've been going through a lot with my thoughts with my family and uh speaking of family to switch gears my sister and I are like very close we're not like oh my god besties but like we talk a lot and sometimes for hours we vent to each other we crack up we laugh we we just really um enjoy each other's company and that's something that I'm grateful to have because I've always loved my sister I've always wanted to be friends with her but I've also always been okay with being without a sister sisterhood sistership I don't know but like um God is good because I just remember praying a lot of the prayers that I have prayed God answered like seamlessly like without me knowing like he's not like hey and your and your prayer is answered now you know what I mean it just happens you realize you're living inside of the blessing you prayed for and I love that that's the coolest thing to see and talking to my sister about 
her mental health and my mental health and, you know, what may may have stemmed from is cool. And I admire her because for my whole life, for as long as I can remember, she's always been somebody to, who speaks her mind. And that's beautiful to me. Like, I do too, you know what I'm saying? But I also feel like a lot of times I have a funny, there's something funny that comes with it to, to lighten the load, to soften the blow. Not all the time. But I feel like if I were to be characteristically like my sister, and when I choose to be characteristically like her, speak my mind, say how I feel, people are like, oh, is something wrong with you? Like I had somebody tell me, because I was just in a show recently where my character was very like kind of like rude and and stressed out and she was a leader you know in the family and somebody was like man I think your character like you still have that character inside of you even off stage and I'm like nah man like when you play a certain character depending on the character there are parts of you that you find like what can you relate to what do you understand about this person's story and maybe you know there are certain things about this character that were parts of me Michelle and so when that person said that I was like yo man what um but perhaps it's true but I just love the fact that my sister has these thoughts and she she's like I refuse you know to be undermined or gaslit because you don't understand how I feel and I appreciate that because that's the truth man I'm tired of that gaslighting and it's really hard when it comes from your flesh and blood, you know what I'm saying? When your own family makes you feel small, makes you feel crazy. And the only time I want to feel small is when I look in the mirror and see, okay, she getting small. That's it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I feel like I have a big person, big personality, big heart, big characteristics. And I don't want that to be undermined because someone doesn't understand me. And I also don't want to take ownership of someone else's feelings about how they feel about me. Because it's none of my business how you feel about me. That's between you and you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, leave me out of it. And when I say leave me out of it, I mean, I don't need to know. You don't even have to tell me. Because I don't need to know how you feel. If I'm annoyed by somebody, I don't. I usually don't go up to that person and be like, you're so annoying. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's some dude that I'm talking to or something. Um, then they might have to know. But, like, otherwise, <laughs> I keep it to myself. Um, but, oh, my gosh, guys, I have such big news, but I I will refrain from telling you until I know the details for sure. But so much good stuff is happening. And, like, watch, watch this be the last episode to, like, September. <laughs> but, like, I don't know if it is. But, I, you know, I've my my new thing is that I'm, I'm working on shorter episodes where they're more, like, precise, and I have more to say, and it's a lot more fun, you know what I mean? Um, trust me, I have stuff in the works, but I just haven't released it because, um, you know, it's art, it's a work in progress. But I just wanted to stop in here today and say that I am loved, and so are you, and uh, we can get through this thing called life, and I think... Yeah, you know, I'm in the storm. It's not necessarily raining, but the water's still high up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm waiting for it to go down, to evaporate, and I'm still kind of swimming in it. My head is above the water, though, but I'm just not out of it. And so, um, if you're listening to this, a prayer would be love, lovely. 
just a prayer for for help, for strength, for encouragement and courage um, and consistency and accountability. Things that have humbled me. And I know that I'm going to be humbled a lot more coming up. A lot of truth will be revealed because what's done in the dark will show enough come to light. And I've learned that by some of the choices that I chose to make. Um, Some of the choices that I chose to make out of fear and shame are going to come back to bite me. They will. If not, if they haven't already, they're going to. And uh, I'm okay with it. I have to be. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I allowed it. So this is me reaping what I sow in so many ways. And I'm still grateful for that. I, But I do I do uh, accept prayers. So please bring them, bring them to me. And if you have prayers, go ahead, send me a DM at uh, sums, summaries with chalk or sums with chalk, chow. Um, and I'm here. I'm here for you, and I hope that you would be here for me, too. That about sums it up with summaries with chalk.